This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Hello, America, and welcome to Glenn. It's Monday, which means we're going into the think tank, and we're going to talk about the different things that are happening uh, as we prepare for our election coverage tomorrow night. Tomorrow, we're also doing a special at 5 o'clock on the election. For the record, is going to be joining us at 5 tomorrow. Uh, And then we have uh, on archive some more on the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, which is really quite amazing. Today is a big day. The next three days, today, we all take a deep breath and say, the meteor is coming. Tomorrow, the impact, we vote for the president. And then on Wednesday, we vote on how we're going to react to that. It should be a very interesting week. Let's get started in the think tank right now. Welcome to our uh, Monday roundtable where we get everybody together, uh, the producers of the show, and then uh, Doc Thompson from the Blaze Radio in the morning uh, is joining us today, who has always an awful lot to say. Let's get the update. Who has the update on the latest? Well, I mean, of course, over the weekend, we all saw that Hillary was indicted. Right. That? Yeah. Can you believe? I mean, I mean this is crazy. And you know what's no, Nothing's going to happen. Nothing will Comey? happen. Comey? Was a hero to the yeah. left, <laughs> then a villain, now a hero. Yeah. To the right, villain, hero, villain. And it's happened so fast, they don't know how people flip and sleep at night. Is that the same way we traded Assad and, uh, yes. and Gaddafi, by the yes. way? Hero, yes. villain, hero, villain. <laughs> yes, yes. I still haven't figured out, though, Dead. I mean, call me, you know, conspiracy theorist, but I actually believe Comey probably got a text saying, you know, I hope you have a great drive home today from Clinton. Well, he might might have just, you see, he might have just seen the clip of Clinton with Gaddafi. We came, we saw, he died. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What what did you guys think about that? It's kind of reminiscent, I think, of uh, John Roberts changing his Obamacare vote, like, right at the last second. And we know with WikiLeaks that he did get pressure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was a conservative hero justice and then changed on Obamacare villain. It was all kind of fishy. I was all on the whistleblower uh, theory. Before, like I thought that maybe FBI agents were threatening to whistleblow, and that's why he came out with this. Now I'm thinking that maybe the only reason he did this was maybe to try and save some kind of face, yeah. like say, look, I but royally days sc- before the election, I royally screwed up. We should have indicted, but sense. just so you don't, it doesn't, just so you don't think that we're completely complacent. Okay, we are still looking into this. We had no, you know, reason or no actual, you know, motivation to follow through with it. Yeah, I think I, it makes the most sense that he was actually doing his job. As crazy as that is, because everything else is even crazier. Why do you flip-flop back and forth unless he's trying on it, some level? I happen to agree with you. That to me, that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. And, and he's just trying yeah. to do his job, and he doesn't care if we're in the middle of an election or not, which I yeah. don't think is smart. No. But the, the most scary thing about it is, is he really is stepping into that J. Edgar role. Where we talk about, you know, the police state and the rise of a, of a former, you know, a, you know a, an increasing police state. 
Well, he's doing that. He basically did the job of like when he when he first came out and said, you know, back in July when he said that they weren't going to indict. He basically did the Justice Department's job for them. He said, look, I mean, his job basically is I've got all this evidence. I'm turning it over to you now to, 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 to you know, to see if we should you know, carry mm-hmm. forth the indictment. But he didn't do that. He said, oh, I don't think they should indict, so we're not going to recommend. That's not his job. That's not his place to make that recommendation. It's just to hand over the evidence, and the Department of Justice takes it from there. I mean, really, I cannot understand what he's doing here. He hasn't done anything by the book whatsoever. And the only, I mean, what I would just go back to my other point was, is that he's making it more and more like he's going to take more and more power. He's going to do the job of the Justice Department. He's going to do the job of the FBI. He's going to do whatever else, any other, you know. A lot of that wasn't his fault. Remember, Loretta Lynch met with Bill Clinton on the plane, and then she had to recuse herself and said, I'm going to pass on the... Oh, all this uh, to the FBI? Yeah, the FBI is going to make the decision independent of myself. So then he got put in that role of having, well, I guess I have to do a press conference because it's on me now. And not only that, it, we find out that, what was that? Who was the, the guy that was in charge of the, of the investigation? He was also leaking information back oh, to right. Podesta? Uh, there were so many different conflicts here and conflict of interest. I can't even count I feel like Comey's kind of getting scapegoated here. I don't know if he's... He might not have made the best decisions, but he was thrust with that you have to make the decision on whether or not to prosecute. Everyone I know, everyone I know up until this particular case said Comey is beyond reproach. There isn't, I can't think of a person that I know that knows him or knows about him who has said anything but one of the best guys ever Mm -hmm. until this case. So... (laughs) So let's say there is something else going on. What a fail, <laughs> right? I mean, he certainly failed. And if there isn't, if he's just trying to do his job, he if wakes he, up in the morning if, going... If Trump wins tomorrow, I think it's, a, it's Comey that was the October surprise. I think it was Comey that pulled this out. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for a week ago Friday, I think she'd be eight points ahead. Because Trump wouldn't have shut up last week. He would have tried to say sure. something to get the press going. Yeah. Last week, he did this, the best thing he could possibly do. Shh, quiet. Mm-hmm. I mean, his, you know, he was, he was actually yeah. quoting his inner monologue. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Be cool. Be cool. Don't say anything stupid. It's like Homer Donald. Simpson. Did I yeah. say that aloud? <laughs> yes, yes Don, you did. So yes. Is, it, is it true that his handlers supposedly last week took over his Twitter account for the first, finally? But yeah. I, I, what's her face? What's her, what's her name? She came and denied it and said it wasn't true. But, but I, 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 I have a feeling they, I doubt they it. took it. It seems it. it's true. And if it is true, it's hilarious. It's like. Really decided to do that now, one week before the election? Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine if he's president? What happens when he doesn't care about winning an election? No. How does he go off on people? Is there a change in a president or president elect Donald Trump? Well, it's funny because you have Hillary, the president came out, Obama goes, Can you believe it? They took away his Twitter account. See, that's a guy you can't trust with the codes. And they laughed, and he's right, that's true. But what about Hillary? Her maid had her emails, her classified confidential information. You can trust her with the codes? And what's funny is that came out the same weekend that Comey wrote, you know, sent his letter to Congress. Is that that not a problem? Like, is that not an illegal thing to do? She doesn't speak English. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) She's an immigrant, I think, from the Philippines. Yeah. I mean, that right there, just that right there. And the Philippines are not necessarily friends of ours right now. I mean, the, 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 you know, the management of the Philippines. 
Philippines, the government of the Philippines are. But the Philippines, extraordinarily dangerous place mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's funny, too, is not only was she just printing stuff out that had classified information, they said that she had the code to her skiff, which I've been what? on. What? That she had the code to her skiff, and she would go into the, her skiff and then print explain these out what from a the gif, Explain what a skiff is, because most people don't know. It's an acronym. stands for Sensitive Compartmentalized Information Facility. So basically... Top secret ab- items that are top secret and above top secret. It's you like can, the scene in Mission Impossible when you, Tom Cruise is like hanging down. That's similar. Yeah, you can't you can't take information out of it. It just lives in there because it's secure. So yeah. if you want to read that stuff, you have to go in, read it, leave it there, then come back out. So what she was doing was she was going in, reading this stuff, printing it, and then taking it back out and giving it to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> now you have to have. So when I was in the military, you, some people that had top secret clearances couldn't even get into this gift. Like, for instance, there's a, there was a case where a guy, uh, a Marine, got married while he was in Australia. Um, he had a top-secret SCI clearance. Once that happened, once he uh, married a foreign national, they dropped his SCI, and he couldn't even go into the skiff. And he wow. had a top-secret clearance. Now, do you think Marina Santos had a top-secret yes. SCI clearance? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if she didn't, it wasn't Hillary's intention to do anything wrong. I'd love to see that job posting. <laughs> Wanted, made. Must be able to get into the skiff. <laughs> <laughs> but did she know what she was doing, or was she literally just like, go print this out? The maid. I mean, maybe she did it, but Hillary did. That's oh, yeah, Hillary. You don't have it was it was in her house. You don't have anybody watch. Um, uh, what's the name of the show? Uh, shoot, it's on Netflix. House of Cards. House of Cards. Oh yeah. Remember when he becomes the president yeah. or the vice president, and he um, he has they have to have the whole house changed, um, and they're building all that stuff. So she might be around the house, but when she had. That secure compartment built in the house. <laughs> yes, she knows. We don't keep the vacuum cleaner in there. It's so ridiculous. There are members of Congress and there are senators that are not read in at that level to read some of that information. In fact, oh in Marina Santos was well, watching. Is anybody that. besides the Post reporting this? Uh, the New York Post reporting this story? Or are they yeah, the only ones with it? I think yeah. there's yeah, a few I tell you, the, the one, I mean, we're going to be able to Wednesday talk about who really lost. Who really lost? Besides the Americans <laughs> uh, lost. We've lost so much face in the, we've, we've lost all, I think, all of our credibility uh, overseas. I mean, the left said that we lost it with George Bush. Then the right said we lost it under uh, Barack Obama. These two have wiped out any credibility we had overseas. Years mm-hmm. of that stuff. Right. right. But these two, by themselves, oh, yeah, without no, yeah. being president, have not only wiped out any trust that we might have with foreign allies, but the trust that foreigners have with the American people. They must think we're nuts. I interviewed uh, uh, Congressman Brad Winstrup from Ohio, who's on the Select Intelligence Committee, and he was trying to get information, and it's going to keep me posted on the radio show, but he said in the meantime... He said when he travels, he's not allowed to take his government phone or his personal phone. He has to leave all of that, and they give him a new phone that has nothing on it, just one that he can call his wife and go, you're safe, good. And yet the maid was going into this secure area. So who has really lost because of things like this? With the Post not, with the post not covering, or the Post being the only ones really covering this, journalism. Mm-hmm. has lost. They are so freaked out. And don't get me wrong, so am I. So freaked out by Donald Trump that they won't even address this stuff. 
I mean, how do you recover from that? How do you recover from that? It's humorous that, you know, you talk about the different devices. So she has all these personal devices, the private server at home. And yet I saw this other thing over the weekend, you know, that she likes to have all her emails printed out. It's like, she, it's not enough to have 15 devices, but you also need paper copies. So it's even worse, the, the spreading out and laying around of information, you know. And that's it's unbelievable. And, and that's one of the things that we've, we've pointed out here before is the actual act of printing that stuff out and taking it out of that mm-hmm. facility. Is illegal. That right there, yeah. I th- think that's indictable. I think the biggest thing to your question was uh, there's just been so much. Because there's still some places doing some good work, but... I think it's the volume of scandal from both candidates that have overwhelmed the newsrooms system. Yeah, we're not used to this. Yeah. I, I contend, I, I, am, I contend the Clintons have overplayed their hand. That if she wins, we will see, not driven by the Republicans, we will see an impeachment of Hillary Clinton. She will not last. I hope everybody likes Kane because he's going to be the president. I'm, I'm convinced of it. I'm just not convinced that... I mean, isn't that, isn't that where she... Isn't that her comfort zone? That's, that's the Clinton lane. Like, yeah, I know. They deal with this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I know, but I don't think the press is going to carry any water for them anymore. Did you see Bill Maher? Yeah. yeah. Bill Maher, what Bill Maher big. said this weekend, that was amazing. Yeah. I have been looking for some member of the press to do what I've done and say, you know what, I made mistakes, and I'm sorry about that. It's a new day. He gets out on Friday on his show, and he says, um, look, I have to tell you, everybody, the liberals, we all hyperventilated. We all, we all just went too far. We said that George Bush was the worst ever. He didn't affect my life. We said that Mitt Romney was going to be the end of the world. I put a million dollars into Obama's campaign fund, and he wouldn't have changed my life. He wouldn't have affected me. So we've been crying wolf, and now the wolf is at the door. He's like, this is our fault. That was amazing. That was, I thought that was amazing. And it's on both sides. In the Bush years, the left was um, very hyperbolic. In the Obama years, the right was very hyperbolic. Yep. And then we both together nominated the two worst candidates ever. Um, because it's in, again, it's in George Washington's farewell address that it will get so bad it will elevate until somebody comes in and, and says, I'll, I'll make them pay. And that's what the, I think that's what the left sees in Hillary Clinton is she'll take no prisoners and she can, get, she can skate by any kind of investigation that the Republicans could possibly throw up, thinking that it, they weren't legitimate investigations. And the right sees Donald Trump as a guy who won't sit down and he won't take crap from anybody. So here we are. So does anybody know, did Maria do a good job? I mean, did she vacuum? Did she do what? How was her cooking? Because you have time to do all of that and print them out. I... Shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> Holy gee, Caleb. Mom's sure going to be mad when she gets home. It's time for Leave it to Beaver and the political report. Holy cheese. I don't know where Wally. he's going with this. <laughs> it's not that you look like like the beef.
or anything. Just say it. Just completely lost on him. I know. No idea. Just say these words. Call him Gee Wally. I feel like I shouldn't. Snatch the pebble from my hand, grasshopper. Okay. Um, uh, you've been watching the numbers closely. Numbers. Um, Stu's been watching the numbers closely, and uh, you guys strangely get off on that kind of stuff. <laughs> not, not together. I, and who would judge? Hey, I wouldn't judge. We're working together tomorrow night on uh, Blaze right. Election Night coverage. So tomorrow is Blaze Election Night coverage, yes. and I spoke to uh, I spoke to Stu today, and he's like, "There's no, there's no way. It's like lightning has to strike multiple times in the same place for Donald Trump to win." I talked to David Barton an hour later, and he's like, "He's going to win." He said their internal polling in the Trump camp is that he's going to win. <laughs> We, Hillary's internal. We're laughing because we said this feels like the last election. Exactly right. That's same. exactly what Stu said. Yeah. Stu the was internal. the only voice of reason at yep. the table, I remember. Yep. So, <laughs> well, let's start with last week, because last week is when the FBI news broke, and she was up by four or five points. And we, we, we thought, looking at past breaking news stories, any candidate that was affected by negative news saw an erosion of one to two points, and that's ended up being what we saw. She's down to three-point lead. Uh, that's not a guarantee to victory. He does have a path, but it is very, very slim. He has to win Florida, has to win Unless North Carolina. Unless the polls are wrong. Unless the polls are wrong. And we have seen three-point polling errors before, but they're, they're rare. So he, and he'd have, it would basically be the biggest polling error in American electoral history. Yeah, what percent of wow. an error would it have to be across the board? It, 5%, 7%, Three to 4%, like yeah. 3 to 4%? Well, but 3 to yeah. 4% is the margin of error. Yeah. That's the margin mm-hmm. of error. And, and, but, but then we get to this, because I, I had an answer to your question on radio. You were talking about the, you called it the shy Trump voter. Mm-hmm. So I was looking over the weekend, what is Trump's best demographic? And it is um, uh, white voters without a college education. That's the demographic he does the best in. Now, here's a scary stat for Democrats. Obama won re-election by 5 million votes in 2012. There are 47 million eligible white voters without a college education. 47 million. So I thought the only way Trump wins is if he can turn out these people. So I went to see, is there any increase in registration? I didn't see any evidence of an uptick in registration among that demographic. There's still about 14.7 million white voters registered without a college education. That's not significantly higher. And he needs that number. So that number is not higher. That means he has to turn out that 14.7 at a higher rate than there has been. Uh, now, if he had a better ground operation in Pennsylvania, I would say that's possible. But he, Hillary Clinton is dwarfing him in offices, uh, field offices in Pennsylvania right now. So his best chance is Western Pennsylvania. Her best chance is Philadelphia and the urban areas. But he's and that just urban not, machine is a machine. He's just not there. He's not making face-to-face contact, which is the most effective way to register voters. They're saying that he is um, showing a slight lead in Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, Michigan, and Minnesota. That's where their internal polling is telling them they're going to flip at least one of those states. I'd be very surprised if that happens. I think she's got a much better... Uh, 
uh, ground game there. And like we were saying... But she must see something because she was in... Where was she this weekend? She, she was in she, Well, Obama's Michigan. in Michigan today. Yeah. But I think a lot of that is just uh, continued, like, uh, more get-your-people-out kind of thing. Michigan yes. wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Did you see Michael Moore's uh, speech? Yeah. That's on, why I think... That was powerful. Yeah. Powerful. Very powerful. And it makes total sense. If, yep. I'm, if I'm a person that's working in those factories and living in those small towns in Michigan, I mean, I ditch... A generation of voting blue, just off of what he said. I that agree. One I agree. I think. I think who could be the most right in this is is Michael Moore. I mean, Michael Moore. He may not be able to tap anything but that disgruntled um, union worker that has poured their life into this dream and being screwed by it. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, the that, shifting demographics of that region, the Great Lakes, the Rust Belt. Mm-hmm. And then look at the other places that are in play, like Nevada. That area has boomed. Mm-hmm. So it's those people who've left uh, that are disrupting those traditional places. And the people that are still left in places like Ohio, I know, I grew up there. My parents are factory workers. I understand the sentiment. It's, it's not what it used to be. We're on the wrong path. So what the heck, let's roll the dice and go with Obama. I mean, that's the attitude. What do you think is going to happen this time in Ohio? I think Hillary's got him by three points. I in think Ohio? Oh, in Ohio. He may eke out Ohio. I think he probably will. Right now he's plus two in Ohio. Yeah, I think he yeah. probably I think he will. Ohio too. But he's down point two in Florida, down point two in North Carolina, and he's point down two? four. Yeah. Hillary so, takes North Carolina, she takes Florida, and I think Trump is, right, I think Pennsylvania is a possibility. If he loses North Carolina, Florida, it's over. It's him. over. So we're, we're going to know pretty soon. Mm. Yeah. If, if those two flip, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, he, if he wins, if he wins Ohio, let's say he wins Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Florida. Uh, sorry, Ohio, North Carolina, and Florida. He's got a shot, but he's got to win either. He has to take Pennsylvania, where he's down four right now, or then he, he has also, to take. He also has to, so in that time period, because yeah. we will know Ohio, Florida, North Carolina. We'll know North Carolina and, and Florida pretty early Panhandle will tie it a little bit towards uh, Ohio, I think. But you should know Pennsylvania early. If Pennsylvania doesn't go his way, it makes it tougher. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't pick up the second district in Maine, and if he doesn't pick up uh, New Hampshire, if he picks up second district in Maine and New Hampshire, you have a real shot of him having a pathway. And he also has to get Nevada, but Nevada, I looked over the weekend, has... They are seeing an uptick in registration among Latino voters, and he is not doing well in that right. demographic. And if they turn out, which I think the Harry Reid machine in Nevada is oh, getting those voters, he loses Nevada. Uh, if he loses Pennsylvania, he has to win New Hampshire, Maine, 2nd District, and Nevada. I think Nevada is going to be a lot harder than we okay, think. Okay, I just want to point out to everybody who's not from the West, it's Nevada. Yeah, I think we had this discussion last yeah, well, time. If you really say pajamas too, uh, then it would be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting on my pajamas. <laughs> tomato, tomato, um. potato, potato. <laughs> I, I kind of, I tend to side with Stu here. I, I think that he's going to get blown out. I, uh, I think the more the better. That's. I, uh, I, I hope that he, he loses royally, and I hope that we can finally say, you know, as a conservative movement, say, look, we can now move on away from this crap. And rebrand ourselves, that just like the Democrats did point. about 20 years ago. Yeah. I yeah. want him to get beat and get beat royally. They're... But let me, let, me, let, me, let me put out this caveat. I'm more scared. I'm not scared about tomorrow because I think she's already got it in the bag. I'm more scared about what happens after that. Me because too. you mentioned those disgruntled people like in Michigan. Um, can, we, Kitty, can we roll uh, VO1 on this? Did you guys see in uh, Nevada? 
uh, <laughs> when he was at that rally. Um, somebody yelled gun, and uh, the Secret Service was instantly on him and started getting him out of there. I mean, I, I haven't seen that in a while. People are so... and I don't Play think, that again, please. Pick it up at the top. I don't even think that... Uh, I don't even think that Secret he did have a gun, but the, just the, uh, the, the perception. Everybody is so on edge. There's, they're, they, they're expecting violence. And I think this is on both sides here. I think it's on both sides. You know, even if there's not violence, though, afterwards, let's say Hillary's in and you're like, okay, now we can get somebody conservative, right? We tried it your way. I don't think it's going to be that easy. It's no, I got, I, got, I got news for you guys. This is exactly what I talked about at Fox. I said, you're going to be presented, what's going to happen is you'll be presented with a radical who will say, burn it all down. And if it's not solved then, it's only going to get worse with each successive yeah. Uh, so he's not, he didn't get the job done. We're all thinking, okay, we'll go back to normalcy. No, because the world will not stay stationary. The world is going to be radically different in four years than it is now. If you want to see a conservative candidate, it's going to come about for millennials who finally have had enough a few yes. years from yeah. now. And it will be a libertarian leaning. And it'll be a libertarian leaning conservative. Yes. That's it. This is the scary th- thing is, though. Will we get a conservative or will we get a true national populist that comes next? Because that we'll get will be true, the scary scenario. We're going to get a it's, true national populist. It's going to be a three-pronged civil war. It's going to be the national populist, the conservatives, and the traditional establishment over control of the party over the next four yes. years. I know I have been asked to um, sit with people who were never Trumpers, people who were reluctant Trumpers, um, and, and that includes some of the establishment, and they, have, and they don't want to meet with each other, uh, and they want to talk after a week or so after the election. They want to get together. And I've offered up, you know, our studios as a place to go ahead and meet here if you'd like, because I'd like to hear. I'd and like to hear what's being. There's going to be a lot of work for us since he's opened up the studios and offered them. <laughs> right. To get busy, Caleb. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, I think it's fascinating. I just want to hear what these people are saying because they're all saying, um, "What comes next? How do we grab the the reins of the GOP?" Or does the GOP even survive, and should it? It's going to be a fascinating, fascinating time. Bowie. So, um, as exciting it is talking about Trump and Clinton some more, there are actually uh, 33 things this election that will decide that, that this election will decide to have nothing to do with either one of them. And yeah. I know you brought this up on radio mm-hmm. this morning. So uh, Politico put together a list of these things. Um, some of them are pretty scary. So, for example, uh, number four, it's the first time a state government might institute a carbon tax. Which, so, state, which state? Washington? Washington's Washington. State. Yeah. Um, my grandfather, I have to tell you, my grandfather said when I was, I don't even remember, 10, these Damn people that are too weird for California are moving up here, and they're going to destroy the common sense in this state. And they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first to institute a carbon tax. Wow. How, I mean, Boeing is celebrating that they're not there. Mm-hmm. Um, so a bunch of states are voting on um, death with dignity, so that could rise. Um, it says one-sixth of the country could approve that after this election. I've never understood why this is such an issue for people. It's such a personal choice. In fact, I can't think of, of killing yourself of a, of a more personal choice on how to live your life or not live it. 
I mean, isn't that at the center of, of all of our personal freedoms? I mean, that... Yeah, I think it's a very, it's an easy one libertarian. I mean, mm -hmm. it shocked me when I talked to Ted Cruz about it um, because I thought for sure he was going to be against it, and he wasn't. He was for really? it. He's like, who am I to say that's your, that's your body? That's your body. There is nothing more sacred than your body. He said, now, there's... There's restrictions that come with it. For instance, I don't like the fact that doctors can intervene and give advice. He said because doctors can be incentivized to off you. Well, that's the law, isn't it? That the, the doctors can assist you to kill yourself. Yeah, yep. and that's they give the a problem. problem. What is it? A prescription? They can give you lethal drugs within six months of your terminal. Says, yeah, life-ending treatment. Yeah. So. And I think that's the issue people have. Happened to the good old days when you just save up your medication and then just <laughs> right, it all at once. What if you can't afford the life-ending medication, right? right? <laughs> what if right. Obamacare is not around to give right. it or that donut hole? So I'm puffing gasoline out the garage or something, you know? <laughs> that's not death addiction. It's not right. Um, minimum wage raises could be coming in 23 states. So Colorado, Arizona, Maine... Um, might increase their minimum wage to $12. Okay, so this is nuts. If you're living in New York, the minimum wage should literally be like 40 bucks an hour. <laughs> it really should be. There's no way you could live. But Maine, Maine, it, the, this is the state's voting is what the state should do. There should be no federal minimum wage. There should be maybe minimum wage even by region because Washington State, half of it is a desert. The other half has Seattle and Tacoma and everything else. The standard of living on the two sides is ridiculous. So to scrape by in the city, especially if it's New York or Chicago, that you can't you can't do anything. Yeah, you're that. right because the the people in the eastern part of the state are like we can't afford to pay someone twelve thirteen bucks an right. hour. But in the right. west, they're like if you don't, we can't live. Correct. That's that's a really good point. Yeah. So that's why. Federal minimum wage is an abomination. I think all minimum wage, but at least this is closer. You should let the market bear it out. You know, because honestly, nobody is working in New York City for minimum wage. You know, you're not working for eight bucks an hour right. in New York City and, and having any, you can't afford to even go to work for that. Isn't Colorado also doing the single payer? Yeah. Oh, yes. Colorado Care. Yep. Colorado Care. Oh, yep. That's happening mm -hmm. in Kansas. They're voting to repeal the judges, which is a really big one. Um, they're also um, uh, there's several states that are going for the death penalty to try to put that on or take it off. There's in 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 Montana. They're trying to say that you have a constitutional right to hunt, to trap, to fish. I can't believe that in Montana you have to pass that law. That's crazy. Yeah. But the, it's from all the Californians. The really interesting one was, me and Doc were talking about it this morning, the, the vote in the Florida Keys of whether or not to introduce genetically modified mosquitoes to combat the mosquitoes carrying Zika. They want to they wanna put these be mosquitoes an into it mosquitoes. because when they mate with the ones infected with Zika, they kill off the offspring. Are they sterile? Is that what it is? I think they're sterilized yeah, they're, ones. Yeah, they're sterile. So... Uh, but the, the local community is like, wait, you want to put more mosquitoes in here? So it'll be interesting to see if they get the vote to try this experiment, and if they do, whether or not that experiment actually works. 
My son said that they, we were just having this discussion over the weekend. My son said, Dad, they, have you seen they trying to, they're trying to genetically engineer a, a, a woolly mammoth? And I'm like, it's, it's happening in Russia, Jurassic isn't Park. it? And he's like, yeah, how'd you know? I was like, because everything spooky comes out of Russia. Um, but uh, they're trying to genetically engineer or recreate a woolly mammoth. I said, what do you think about that? And he's like, that'd be great. And I'm like, have you watched Jurassic Park? <laughs> Maybe there's a reason. You know, everybody's like, oh, you know, we're killing all these animals. They're all going extinct. Um, yeah. So did all of the dinosaurs. They went extinct, too, and it wasn't because of carbon emissions. Maybe there's a reason. So they sterilize some mosquitoes, and then they go out and breed, and the mosquitoes like, great, I'm going to have offspring, but they don't because the other ones are sterile. That's it's the concept? A, basically, okay. so it's, it's a very, on the very, mosquitoes to sterilize. very, very small. Small tools? Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did you guys hear that uh, single white men should be extinct? Hear about that? No, no, no I didn't. By use no. of very small tools. By use of very small tools. <laughs> what they do is they sterilize them, and they think they are. Uh, can we play Sot 1? Lena Dunham's hit right here. How are you feeling about the extinction of white men? Well, white men are a problem. Straight white men are a big problem. That's for sure. But I actually feel pretty good about it. I think... Uh, Straight white guys have been screwing things up for long enough. High time for straight white males to uh, step back and let some other people do it. That's my dad. <laughs> what? Do they know how what? incredibly racist and bigoted that Wait, is? Wait, what did we just I, watch? Yeah, for, like, besides the Besides the, the content, the artwork. This, this is a Hillary Clinton surrogate. Lena Dunham oh, that's doing this. Lena. Lena. Who cares? Well, Mr. Nevada. <laughs> Nevada. Yeah. I gotta be honest. If um, if they want us to go extinct, keep showing us Lena Dunham. <laughs> We're on the right track. So, is does anybody know? Does is Bill Clinton? Will he be if she wins the first lady, the first laddie, the first man, the first what? what first is, gentleman. First gentleman. Gentleman. Yes. gentleman. Oh. Wow, we have really expanded the term gentleman. <laughs> we have really Loosely. broadened that. I am curious, though, what, what, what his big thing is he's going to push. Is he, did they, did he they hasn't s- really come out and said anything, has he? Because what, what's her name? Did her, she's going to push um, something. I don't remember what it was. Anti-bullying? Thank you. Oh, I just, my God. Yeah. I just assumed that they were going to use, and you've talked about this, Glenn, but kind of pick up to where Obamacare was the first step. And say, look, this is the reason why it failed. is because he just didn't take it far enough. Here's Clinton. And he was going to pick it up and lead the charge on that. I think he's going to pick up sexual assault. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As a doer or... (laughs) Yes. Up to interpretation. So what's the White House Christmas tree going to look like? Decorated by the Bubba from Arkansas. (laughs) Interesting, the the idea of him taking the role of health care where she had it in the 90s. And he would have the credibility to be able to do it. But I, I don't see a way that we escape single-payer health care in the next four years. Anybody else? Mm. Well, no. No. looks like we're going to hold the House, and Senate's... Look like it, it, there's a 16% chance it's 50-50, so it's going to be hard to get anything done. You mean the House controlled by and Paul see, Ryan, yeah. the great conservative. <laughs> and what happens... What happens... What's your, what is your thought on where we head? Because... 
you are a conspiracy freak with Russia, and whoa, no, no, Jason. <laughs> and, I mean, rightly so. I mean, yeah. WikiLeaks. There, this is Russian. This is Russian. They're going to come out with a leak that says that this whole, because especially if she wins, because that's what we did to Vladimir Putin, and Vladimir Putin hated it, yeah. and so she, he's going to come out and say it was rigged. The CIA or NSA stacked it in her favor. Correct? Absolutely. They've been setting us up from the beginning on this. Look at the words they've been using, the rigged word. They've been using that over and over and over again. Most people don't even know what that means. But I think that you're going to find out. There was just like about a month ago, uh, there was a, I think it was another Russian group released on the internet, there was a bunch of source code for um, code that Edward Snowden came out and said, look, this looks like it could have been used in foreign countries to, to, to rig elections. Edward Snowden said that right after it came out. I saw that, and I was like, ding, ding, ding. That's exactly what they're going to They're going to release the rest of that source code, and the, the arrow is going to point directly towards the United States and the NSA. I'm almost positive that, I don't know, it could be a week, it could be a month, it could be a couple of days after, the, after Hillary wins, but they're going to come out and say that the NSA or the CIA directly got involved. So what in happens two years down the road? Let's say it's a stalemate in the Senate, and then uh, Republican... House and nothing gets done. What the heck happens? Well, the Republican Party is going to have its own civil war between the three groups we talked about earlier. Who wins? I I don't know. It's. Uh, I think the national populists suffer from not having a good central figure because I don't Donald think Trump. I, I don't. I don't think he's as committed to it. I think he likes to throw his fit during this election, but I I don't know. He doesn't just go away after this. I, I don't think he he's the one. He, he's yeah. tapped into it. He's, yeah. he's the trailblazer. Mm -hmm. Somebody else will come in that's the real national I think, populist yeah, and take it over. I agree. And that's it the person on, to be scared of. And it depends on how strong of a figure they are and how much support they can gather. Do you see anybody on the horizon like that? No. Nobody no. comes to mind. It's just a shame that there's not a, charisma, a charismatic person who is very libertarian that could, could you know, unveil themselves right now or avail themselves and say... This is what we need to do. They could take from both sides. They, they'd clean up if they were charismatic. Mm -hmm. We have a better chance of that happening. I mean, there's more possibility mm -hmm. of that happening as you can see um, younger people who have that attitude. I mean, you've got to remember, millennials start at 35. Right. I mean, you know, four years from now, we could have somebody who's not, almost 40 that's a millennial. Running for president. Running for right. president. They could, they could. And I'll right bet now. you that, I mean, personally, I think that's where we. I hope Vladimir Putin, if Hillary wins, brings her a reset button. <laughs> you remember what <laughs> says, except we, uh, Vladimir, this says nuke. Nuke, I don't understand. <laughs> Did our best. Boom. <laughs> um, the um, uh, British intelligence is warning. Yeah. I don't know why they're coming out with this now. It's kind of weird because the, this new, they're, they're warning about this new Russian tank that supposedly has all this great, um, you know, there it is. technology in it. Uh, 
That's it. See, the biggest thing about it is it's, it does have a few like bells and whistles electronically in it, but it's that top turret right there can actually become actually come off, and the bottom portion is interchangeable. How long does it take to take off? So though? you can put a bunch of other different stuff on it. I don't know. Is it a transformer? But, <laughs> yeah. Can I put a Kia underneath it? <laughs> but, the funny thing, but the funny thing is, is that that was the same tank that didn't even work in their last uh, big parade. It actually broke down inside Red Square wow. right there on, on the road, and they had to tow it out. They're, they rushed this out. It's, there is propaganda happening. Rushed about war with us on Russia right now. Oh, yeah. Big, Big time. time. Big time. So, Bowie, I have to ask what your infatuation is with the Romney family, because any time there's a chance to squeeze Mitt Romney in, you're there. <laughs> You've worked all weekend getting this. going to make me sound like an this. absolute creep, but I'm more just obsessed with his... Obsessed? I'm more just <laughs> like his family. Like his... His family is nice. His sons and his grandkids and like... Okay, stop, stop. <laughs> this doesn't help. It's not working out well for you. <laughs> um, all right, okay. so you put together a, a, a list of Mitt Romney. Uh, yeah, it's from Heat Street, uh, so it's Mitt Romney was right about everything. Watch. So, yeah. Mitt Romney. Mitt was right on Russia. Mitt was right on Iraq. Mitt was right in the debates. Man. It's hey. really unbelievable. I mean, these are very uh, unfortunate developments, and if he's planning on doing more and suggest to Russia that, that he has things he's willing to do with them, he's not willing to tell the American people. This is to Russia. This is, without question, our number one geopolitical foe. As a few months ago, when you were asked what's the biggest geopolitical threat facing America, you said Russia. Not al-Qaeda. You said Russia. In the 1980s are now calling to ask for their foreign policy back because you know, the Cold War has been over for 20 years. The emergence of ISIL and the resurgence of Russia were taking a strong and balanced approach to deter Russian aggression, reinforcing our posture in Europe to support our NATO allies in the face of Russia's aggression. And his sons are hot, right, Billy? <laughs> so, There's a few. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't agree with Mitt Romney with everything, but looking at him and the character he has, I think. I think it's... that there are people right now that fought against Mitt Romney in the last election and wish they didn't. And wish they didn't know. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's interesting. If you could go back and tell people, like, this is where we're going to be in four years if you don't vote for Mitt Romney. Which would they choose? I think everyone would go back and vote for Mitt Romney to I avoid think, our situation. I think Hillary Clinton would have voted for Mitt Romney. <laughs> um, did you see the, the story that where Mitt said, uh, I don't know what I was thinking when I didn't run? Yeah. Yeah, he's come out recently and said, third party, I don't know why I didn't do it. I <laughs> Look at you. You could have looked at his gorgeous son's <laughs> It's like Camelot all over, right? It is, it is. <laughs> It really is an amazing thing to miss the Mitt, Rom- miss Mitt Romney because he had everything America used to like. Yeah. Perfect family, perfectly clean. But he, he's like, uh, he well, was like he put, put out the a... dog on the roof that one time. Yeah, in the 1960s, <laughs> you're right. That, that, was, that was really... What a scandal. <laughs> really nuts. Um, how much time do we have left? About a minute and a half. You want to, anybody want to give us real quick today in history? Today in history, uh, two election-related things. So FDR was elected to his fourth term, unprecedented, in 1944. Uh, and and Nixon was re-elected in uh, 72. By the way, Nixon won 49 out of 50 states. Wow. 
Is that amazing? And the only other time that's happened was Reagan in 84. So, uh, and that was because he was under attack. People didn't like yeah. that the left was attacking him. And uh, as it turned out, it turned out badly for him. It turned out badly for him. <laughs> Wonder if we'll see that again. Awesome. You want to give us a prayer? Yeah. That's an important one for tomorrow. And Wednesday, we have to choose if we're all going to get behind whoever the president is. Let's pray. Dear God, we just come before you and we thank you so much for this day. And we thank you for your promises that are new every morning. And Father, we just lift up to you tomorrow. Um, God, we know that your plan is perfect and all things work together for good. Um, to those who love you, Father. And we, we love you, and uh, we just pray, God, that when we wake up on Wednesday, we realize that you are still God, and you are still on your throne, and we know that um, we still have choices to make every morning, God, and our choice is to serve you in all things. So, God, I ask that you bless tomorrow, bless the American people as we go out and vote, and help us to stand for truth. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Uh, tomorrow, join us for election night coverage. It will start at 7 o'clock. I will be your congenial host all night. It's going to be fun. I promise you, you won't see coverage like this anywhere else. Congealed host? Yes, I congeal. The <laughs> studio is so cold, to... I congeal. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want don't to miss that. That's 7 o'clock tomorrow night. From Dallas, good night, America. Experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.